Welcome to Screen Vomit Babies. I am Kayla, here to talk to you about movies, and with me is my friend, Colin. Bling, bling. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) We are also joined today by a super special guest. I'm so excited. Calling in all the way from friggin' L.A., the Mm -hmm. Big Apple. Um... (laughs) He is a singer-songwriter and general rocker, formerly in the band Jackie Boy, currently in this band Nico in L.A., um, also plays under his own name. friend stoner hello yay yeah this this rules (laughs) i am so honored as i as i said before and i'll keep saying throughout the podcast i'm honored to be on here (laughs) you're not you're you're freaking la though you're not on podcasts every freaking week mark maron's not inviting you over i I know i i really need to get into that crowd mark maron wishes yeah, yeah, exactly. He doesn't know what he's missing, honestly. Yeah, honestly, no one does. Um, <laughs> I would say nobody nobody could be a bigger fan of Stone than me. So we're, okay, well. we're really the honored people here. Well, Kayla, I mean, obviously we played together on many a show back yes. in the day. Um, yes. And so I'm, I'm without my counterpart uh here whenever i play because i still just play by myself so <laughs> still uh, brb anybody. moving to la to come and sing with stone and also Perfect. i will sing on any recording if you ever need me to <laughs> i will certainly be hitting you up about that <laughs> oh hell yeah i'm super down yeah so tbt me and stone I first saw Stone play just some random show in Bloomington, I think, when we were both living in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, now this kid is something special. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to make sure that every person on earth hears him do music. So <laughs> not long after that, I asked this kid to uh, play my album release show. And then at the album release i was like hey what if we actually toured together and then we toured together a whole bunch and it was really sick it was fucking great (laughs) and i we were singing together oh i would say uh basically every best memory in my life is um with stone probably (laughs) (laughs) whoa (laughs) we just had such fun i can just eat shit and die (laughs) yeah bye colin it's a me and stone uh, podcast uh, now (laughs) yeah sorry i it's executive order so (laughs) okay colin cast will be coming forthright (laughs) (laughs) so we are here today uh (laughs) To celebrate what? the union of us watching this yeah. movie. 
<laughs> okay. okay. I started it like a wedding. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> I, I can't wait for the the father daughter dance. It's just gonna be no. so great. <laughs> so um, this week we watched the uh, actually 2020 film The Other Lamb from Hulu. I want to throw up top a trigger warning on this one. It's kind of a general trigger. There is a, uh, the whole movie is a cult movie, a man-led cult of all women. So it's a lot of uh, creepy older man towards younger women stuff. And there is Mm -hmm. a very quick rape scene in this movie that's really nothing. It's kind of here and gone. So Mm -hmm. uh, just a trigger warning up top that that's kind of what this whole episode (laughs) is basically (laughs) going to come down to. So (laughs) if that's not your thing, then, you know, no harm done. Um, All right. So, yeah, we watched this movie. I sort of picked this movie. Stone picked it off of my list of movies. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I think when you just sent me the titles and, like, the rundown, mm -hmm. I was like, I'm just... I didn't look anything else up about it. So mm-hmm. I actually hadn't seen anything about the film until like I watched it. And that's great. I, I think I told my girlfriend about it and she's like, Oh, like the shots look pretty cool. And then I was like, Nope, don't want to look at it. Don't want to see it. Uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> um, not your vibe. Oh no. It, you just didn't want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I just like wanted to go in with like, no, like I had oh. no idea like what it was. It was just like, it's a cult movie like <laughs> yeah i think that's the best way to watch movies just know like very minimal things about oh, totally it. Yeah, yeah i think that's the best that's kind of the only things i knew about this movie was like the basic premise that it was an all-female cult with the male leader and then i knew that the one actress was in it because i found out about this movie by researching uh the other movie that we did for this podcast that she's in mm-hmm. um so Yeah, I thought this could be a cool one because we all have kind of uh, different religious backgrounds or like experiences with religion. So, um, you know, knowing that this movie was about a religious cult, uh, I thought that uh, it would have something to do with religion. Uh, (laughs) Turns out it kind of doesn't. Not really. Yeah, it it was. Yeah, it, it, it was. It was like. A lot of like allegorical <laughs> stuff, but then it was like yeah. totally just like this could be any religious illusion. Yeah, they, basically, they but, never explain the. No. Co- we'll get to it. We got we'll to stop. We got to yeah, stop. Yeah, so yeah, we got to yeah. go in order. Um, so, Colin, tell us who's in the movie. I posted all it right, in the chat. Right. Yeah, in this movie, we got the uh, worst singer of all time, Raffi Cassidy from Killing of a Sacred Deer. <laughs> Uh, I, I, Stone. I don't know if you've seen that movie, uh, but I, I haven't. But I've I've heard a lot about it, and I I think what TJ was on the episode. Yes. was. and I so like I started listening to it, and then you said at like five minutes, like if you haven't watched it, you probably shouldn't listen to this. So I was like, okay, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, for sure, watch it. Um, yeah, it's a really good movie. Yeah, I, and I've been wanting to no, watch it. No spoiler, but Raffi Cassidy. Uh, sings a song in it and it uh, sucks. <laughs> they make a big deal about how she's in choir and she's a singer and yeah. finally they get her to sing a song and it's <laughs> Make you burn it up, up, up. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> anyway, nice. uh, uh, we also now. got Mikael Huseman from uh, Game GOT, Game of Thrones, and The Haunting of Hill House, a show that I hate. And he's in a band called Fontaine. Mm-hmm. Weird, huh? Yeah. 
It's a Dutch band. They're kind of like corny acoustic Ducha. or or like a indie rock kind of. Uh, it's just like corny that takes itself takes itself too seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, one yeah. of those kind. Wait, do they sing in Dutch or is it in English? They sing in Dutch. Um, and Hell also yeah. for the they're not on Spotify, but they are on YouTube, so you Whoa. can find them. Cool kids, You're... Fontaine. Yeah. F-O-N-T-A-N-E yeah. for the listener. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta check that out later. Hell yeah. No, I will not. Uh, we also got three cast members from the History Channel uh, series Vikings. That's how I knew them. Oh, Kelly yeah. Campbell uh, and Ease and Isabel Connolly. Yeah. Never seen the show. Yo, Kayla, <laughs> where are we looking at the the cricket scores on Utter Lamb? Uh, critic scores, we got 73 on Rotten Tomatoes, 65 uh-huh. on Metacritic, okay, and 56% of Google users. So okay. Okay. pretty middling. I mean, it's, yeah. pr- you know, right down the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Should we, we let's uh, watch the trailer. Yeah. Let me get into it. Hell yeah. She would roam in the woods, searching for something, hunting. And he just kept telling me, you are perfect. You are accepted. Oh, my shepherd, I need a deeper experience with you than I ever had before. So beautiful, just like your mother's. Come Come down down upon me and fill me with yourself. Let us pray. Wives, you all came to me broken by a cruel world. I took every one of you in. I sacrificed my life for you. I gave you daughters and sisterhood and life. Let us reflect on our blessings. Yes, yes. my shepherd. You think that because you haven't had your time yet, that makes you special. Prepare yourself, child. Our great shepherd won't be so sweet on you then. I'll be seeing you when the blood comes to you. As I went down in the valley to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Shala, what happened? Oh, sisters, let's go down. It's worse than punishment. Let's go I'm relying on you, Sella. Of all my children, you're the purest in your faith. (laughs) This, This trailer... I don't know. You know what? It does the movie justice. It does. Yeah, it's it's not like misleading. It could have been edited in a way where it was like hyper terrifying, kind of. Yeah. But they did put all the scary parts in the trailer, though. They did. Yeah, yeah. They also put, I think, every line that the man says <laughs> he ever said is in the trailer. <laughs> yeah, he literally just says, "You're so beautiful," like yeah. five yeah. times, and he's. 
He's like a, a pickup artist who only knows a couple lines, <laughs> yeah. but they they work every time. It, exactly. It's, like, like, it, it's it's truly a miracle that he has that many wives <laughs> for yeah. having Same. that low yeah. of like a poetic sensibility. He has no game. Yeah. No. no. It seemed like they just by like listening to him talking in their interviews. Uh, for this movie, it seemed like they cut actually most of his lines from the script. Well, he like he really seemed like honestly pretty ticked in like every interview I watched yeah. him about this. And he would like kind of like neg the director, but like act like haha, I'm just joking. But it's like I don't know, man. You sound like you actually are kind of negging her, and. Um, <laughs> Then some like one question somebody asked him was like, what did you do to prepare for this role? Mm-hmm. And he was like, nothing. And then like oh. the, the girl next to him was like laughing. She's like, oh, come on. And he's like, okay, well, I guess it doesn't really matter what I did to prepare for this role because I could have done all the preparation in the world, but just oh. to show up online and be like, okay, well, Holy actually shit. now you don't have any lines. And like saying stuff oh, like boy. That. Holy shit. <laughs> he, and he, he immediately after was like, me too movement's gone too far, too far, too far. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah that's you know, very hilarious <laughs> i would have appreciated uh some more context for him because some more context know, for all of it really you really don't yeah. know shit yeah, yeah. well and you like, never do <laughs> the one time that there's like any like context clue is just like you know what you did michael it's like that's yeah. right. That's your actual name. It's not the fucking shepherd. It's Michael. And it's just like, Michael. what is what is this revealed uh, to anybody about this? Like, uh. I, <laughs> like that was it was like great. Like yeah, he had a life before this. Like uh, no, okay. yeah, that's I, like one of the biggest uh. peeves. Is like everybody has an interest in cults. They're, you yes. know, inherently interesting. Nobody can not be interested in them. Totally. <laughs> and yeah. and to f- to make a cult movie and not give any information really about <sighs> this cult, what they believe in, why they yeah. believe in it, yeah. why they're still there. I mean, this man will go through it throughout the movie, but like he doesn't seem to have any positive personality traits or qualities no. or like reasons there's, why people there's would no cult follow of him. personality to him not yeah. Yeah. like he's generic there's no lore either like it's just right. like they painted his face on this yeah like random mm. like building and then like maybe he was like really good at crochet because there was all these strings <laughs> hanging up everywhere string town and, like everywhere <laughs> and like they never explain the strings yeah <laughs> Which, and it's in like different formations in different places. Yeah. And it, oh, I was like, oh, I, I can't it. wait till they tell us why these are here. Nope, never came. <laughs> I originally, like after I watched it, I kind of left like, it's more of like a um, a time and place, like here's a snapshot. Mm-hmm. And like that is the intention, I'm sure. But you could also just write that off as like just being like a lazy approach. Because, like, it is a short film. A lot of the shots of, like, the zoom-ins are just, like, super timely. And you're just like, okay. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I get you're trying to create tension. But it doesn't really, like, say anything about, like, Sela's, like, identity. I guess it gives more time so that, like, the viewer can then, like, process, like, how she's going to turn. Uh, 
Like totally. But it's just time is the only thing that makes her like reconsider. It makes the viewer recon like consider like her position. Mm-hmm. Totally. And there and like there's a presentation of all of these themes. There's a presentation of, you know, religion, abuse, uh maturation of woman, uh all of these things that are just like ooh, this is a thing, but they never there's never like a commentary on it or it says nothing as far as my viewing yeah. went. Yeah. Uh, on any of these things that, you know, f- fuck, sure, I'd take another movie with commentary on, like, religion's just a cult, man. Like, sure, I'll listen to that. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. I guess in, at the end of the day, it's, like, s- somebody who was in high school and then, like, found out what, like, an illusion was and then they were yeah. in a Bible history class and then they wrote a paper and they're like, yep, this is this is good enough. Um, and that's kind of how it felt in some ways yeah Um, yeah we never learn basically anything about their religion why they believe it why they're there except that um, they talk about they mention Eve that when the women go on their periods they are like doing penance for Eve's sin and they call the place that they go the Garden of Eden and obviously I said they talk about sin but other than that we know basically nothing of no. their religion. They just blindly follow this shepherd. They call him the shepherd. Because he has fucking lambs, which is just like two on the nose. <laughs> like, like, totally. <laughs> Lindsay, uh, my fiance, uh, she like watched the first five minutes and then left and <laughs> came back and she was like, oh, so like, what's the deal with that cult? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, yeah. what do you mean you don't know? I was like, I don't know what like I don't I think they're kind of like faux Christian and she, and she was like well why were all the women there and only him and I was like the only they gave one line for context which is like a flock only has one ram and it's like okay yeah. so what they're sheeple <laughs> yeah like it definitely makes the viewer assume a lot where it's like Oh, okay. Like he must have like a cult of personality, um, on some level, yeah, yeah. Because like what his like sermon is, which also when which is hilarious. Given so up, like, did you like my sermon? Oh my god! Um, and <laughs> which was very funny to me. But it was just the same thing of like I took you in and like I provided yeah. for you and there definitely is like this I think it like invokes like a hippie commune type of thing because like yeah. they're living off the land but you don't even see how they're actually living off the land so then like when they were walking I was like how are, how do they have provisions like did, right, where did they yeah. get water like, yeah you this, run this out is, of sheep after a while if you're just eating sheep yeah <laughs> and like there's no water source as far as his like persuasive powers go i feel like we can't underestimate how hot he is he is a hot man (laughs) and yeah and you know what i'd follow him for at least a little bit honestly though i didn't really maybe he's like a little classically attractive or whatever but i just did not find it believable that he was this guy like his character just wasn't believable to me his eyes were empty like he just doesn't have that thing i don't know it felt super phoned in yeah 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 he was generic like that's the best word i can come up for him he was just generic 
<laughs> yeah, like they could have picked some other like conventionally attractive guy who was like a little scrawny looking because they're obviously living off, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. in some weird remote area. But yeah, like the I think the other thing that just felt weird is like the random hut like that the first wife was in. Like what yeah. also happened to the other woman? That was one question that I had. And then also like had other wives like been in that situation was she the first and only one so then that was like accepted because she was the only one who like was the cursed wife you mean yeah i I guess to me it's like if he was so like ruthless and like his purification like why wouldn't he have just i don't know killed her turned the women against her i guess yeah like i i don't know and then also she just like pieces out yeah which is also kind of funny. Um, totally. <laughs> well, we can. Um, should we just like go through the yes, movie? Yes, just go through it from the top. Okay. T to B. Um, yeah. And then we'll get to some of these things that we're bringing up. So first of all, yeah, we've kind of talked about the setting. Um, this was shot in rural Ireland, but I think it's set in Pacific Northwest, which we end up we we keep ending up picking we're movies that here. are set. In the Pacific Northwest lately. Always. <laughs> I hate it. Um, so they live on like a camp. It's basically um, old trailers, hodgepodge houses, shacks uh, built into like a little neighborhood with string everywhere that we never figure out why it's there. It's all a whole bunch of women. The young women are all in blue dresses. The older women are in red dresses. The red dresses are the wives. The blue dresses are the daughters. And they are all white people, except for one lone black lady who shows up yeah. in two quick scenes. And they really make effort to, like, <laughs> whenever they sing, they're just like, make it a minstrel. Like, just yes. do it. And it was do like, the black what woman the thing. Fuck? Yeah. Holy shit. Of course they had her ad-lib when, when they were all singing a song together, and she's the one, yeah. Every <laughs> single time. You know, yeah. It, it, <laughs> Oh, my God. God. Yeah, that was a little rough. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. very cool. Fuck. Love to see it, uh, especially in this <laughs> in this day and time. Um, <laughs> um, so they sleep in beds Willy Wonka style, which I enjoyed. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That was a charming aspect to the film. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to sleep like in that. a bed Willy Wonka style, a little yeah. cuddle puddle. That's okay, cute. Okay, you know what? Huh? Why? That sucks. Why? I'm sorry. No. I... When I'm in bed, I don't want anyone. Okay, when I'm in bed, I don't really want anyone touching me or well, near I'm me. I'm the opposite. <laughs> dude, sheep have to be in the flock, dude. You know, <laughs> so one big bed, it's like one big pen. Yeah. I mean, I get it, but it's gross. Cause if like one person wee wee's the bed, that's like five people infected with your wee wee. That's that's yeah, true. Wee wee is sterile. <laughs> it's healthy. okay it is sterile isn't it you can't like yeah no it but like what if can you get sick from someone's wee wee at all from just Uh, it touching your body i don't think so yeah i don't think so if you drank it maybe yeah (laughs) all right thanks unless you had like taco bell like a really nasty taco bell like with a baja blast you think Baja like, Blast makes your pee poisonous? The, the acidity probably could like <laughs> hurt something. It's like uh, so. 
the xenomorph's blood. It just burns. Yeah, all right these your women mattress. are out in the middle of the woods with no electricity or running water, but they do have Taco Bell Baja Blast. They're chugging Baja Blast like MFers. It's, it's... Okay, I actually would like to see this movie. Yeah, they found it in Eden. You know, like that's what I imagine it'd be in Eden. So yeah, they're like pond nearby is just Baja Blast. Yeah, it's like Baja it's like... Blast in the plastic cup, like floating down a river. Like, exactly. It's like a soda fountain, but every single one is Baja Blast. Like it has oh like God. eight different like nozzles too. I love it. I love it. Better movie. At least then the cult has some lore. It's like yeah. I have the vastest supply of Baja Blast, and all these women want it. <laughs> um. So most of this movie really, I mean, it really balances on it on the cinematography. I mean, it's shot in such a way with such a color palette. Like, it's shot really beautifully. And they do have, like, really beautiful scenes. Would y'all agree? Oh, for sure. Totally. Yeah. Um, And I think the... What's the main girl? Sela. Yeah, Sela. Rafi Cassidy's character, Sela. She looks so cool. And they really focus a lot on her face throughout this movie. (laughs) She's got these huge blue eyes. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of the movie is just, like, these flashes of, like, you know, uh, I'll say, quote, artistic shots, because after a while, um, it is a, a bit much, I think. Yeah, you definitely do start saying, like, it's almost like dream sequences, or, like, fantasy sequences. They don't really explain what it is. Like, is it visions? No. Is it nightmares? Is it memories? Like, there's one time when she she's in the back of that car. I fucking like, hated this. She's oh, never been in yeah. a car, so, like, what is this, you know? I, yeah. And she's in, like, a letterman's jacket. She's, yeah, she's wearing a letterman's jacket, which is so funny. It's and like, it also, it's, like, an older-style car, so it's, like, I don't know if it's, like, a callback <sighs> to, like, older, like, American, like, standard nuclear family i didn't even think about that but yeah because like that's like the standard like star athlete like in like a you know an old mercury with like mother and father crazy Um, about a mercury so i i feel like i feel like that probably was like a dream sequence but it's also like how would she know to conceptualize right makes she's never been in a car it makes it difficult because you start to question what is and what isn't the concrete, you know, main reality of the movie. Yeah. And so you're just kind of like, do these matter? Is it just the director kind of like doing a a self jerk off thing? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I really saw some jerk off stuff in this. I mean, I think it just tried like a little too hard uh, after a while. And it felt a little, the art, the artness of it all like felt a little disingenuous. Like totally. It was, like, kind of pretentious and, like, I mean, you can tell, I think, when someone's making art based on, like, it's the natural creative flow coming out of them Mm -hmm. or when someone's making art just to be like, look what I can do or, like, I saw somebody else do this thing. Maybe I can also do the thing, you know, like, you can kind of tell the emotion of it all, you know? Yeah. If you're going to be pretentious, you got to back it up a little. Yeah. And it just didn't feel backed up. And what's, like, the intention of it? Like, was it to, like, again, make a point, or is it just to be aesthetically pleasing? If so, then it's, like, this film could have been 40 minutes long. Yeah. (laughs) Like, really, like, the the one thing for me, I was, like, holy shit, I 
hadn't seen a shot like that in a while is when I did the the reverse Jaws like shot with like the camera on the dolly as it's pulling away from her while she's on like the hillside. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, okay. I was yes, like, yes, holy yes. shit, that is a gorgeous shot. But that would have made a lot more sense at a more critical moment in the story if there yeah. was a story where she hit like a critical mass. If there yeah. was a story, like, period. <laughs> yeah, like if she was like, I have to kill him. Like that would have been a great moment for that. But there was like, there is no reason other than like, I'm just jerking off because this is a, a great, this is a great shot. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, like imagine if they would have all those all the time they waste in this movie on like shots of people staring at each other for a really long period of time or staring directly into cam or um, shots of people drowning underwater. Mm-hmm. Um, those kind of things. All the time they waste the her in the car. All the time they waste on all those scenes. If they would have instead spent that time bulking up the story, making you understand what this cult is. For sure. Developing yeah. literally any of the characters, any of them. Give them a yeah. story. <laughs> totally. Give them a you personality, can... like whatever. Um, yeah, you can do jerk-off shots all day if you've got a good story with it. Like, Yeah. Yeah. The, like It reminds me of, I, I just finished up watching all the Sopranos. Yeah. And yes, <laughs> Colin's a big Soprano head. Oh, oh yeah. I love the Sopranos. But like, basically, like Tony's like peyote episode. Yeah. It's just like yeah. there's actually like a there's meaning behind that, but it's just because you know you've been with this character for so long. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of, I mean, the the car scene definitely stole. I'm sure from like Sopranos, like because mm-hmm. there's so many shots just like that. Um, like either with like Ralph, you know, like with like the butterfly on his Yeah, head. yeah, yeah. It, it it was like almost like the same exact exact. Shot I, I see what you head. mean for sure. And like that has like a time and place, but like in in like this movie, it's just like wait, okay. Like, There's no payoff to it. Yeah, yeah, like I don't know these characters well enough to know like is does this have relevance or yeah. is this just yeah. like yeah, like a weird dream sequence? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So while they're still at the normal camp, really not much happens. I mean, truly not much happens in this whole movie. I mean, there's basically no. one event. <laughs> but but there, yeah. But um they have to leave. Yeah. I mean, so a few things happen at this camp. It's mainly like shots of them. There's shots of them like screaming and praying while the man puts lamb's blood on their faces. We get the first scene of him like brushing her cheek and saying, you're so beautiful. You're so beautiful. (laughs) Being a real creep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this movie made me the opposite of horny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Big old creep vibes. Um, it, we kind of learn, I mean, I don't remember when exactly we really get a, a real picture of this, but um, we kind of learn over time that the man is a child molester. Like, he only likes really young girls who haven't hit, hit their period yet, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And uh, that's fucked up, um, yeah. to say the least. <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's one part where she is tasked with bringing leftover food to a crusty old shack that is where two women are inside, the cursed wife and one woman who's on her period who's fasting because in this movie being on your period is gross and bad and you're a sinner when you get your period. That's true, That though. scene also is when we get the first... <laughs> when we. <laughs> 
When we get the first um, woman coming out of complete darkness shot that we end yeah. up getting like three or four times. Oh my God. Yeah, I didn't yeah, care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I was just like, cool. Scared you, but didn't. <laughs> and then they do it like multiple times after that again. Uh, yeah. It's like woman it. standing in complete darkness and like you think nobody's in that corner and then she's like, Hello, or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember yeah, yeah. The line is, but then it just yeah, like, like pops nice out. Nice painting, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like really okay. This is corny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, we do. We have one rule of the cult, which is that the shepherd is only is the only one allowed to tell stories. Um, oh, but he yeah, never right. tells a story in the movie, I don't think, does he? <laughs> so Maybe no. in his sermon? Maybe? I don't remember it. That's the thing is, like, I don't even really remember the sermon that well. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, it was all in the trailer, I think. Oh, my <laughs> yeah, God. Probably. And we've There's, already forgot it. <laughs> there is so... I watched it this morning. There is so little in this movie that what there is fails to stick with you. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. yeah, I watched it a few days ago, and I'm like, I'm glad I took really extensive notes because I pretty much have forgotten the whole thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, because I, it's just shots. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, well, I like I watched it like on Wednesday, and I think like after I watched it, I was like, all right, like it was fine. But I, it's definitely one of those movies where I'm like, it doesn't need to be thought about that intently because like when you do, you're like, wow, it's it's pretty shitty. Like, yeah. it's, it's just like. Yeah. It's so overtly like bonks you over the head with just the the message of it all, which we'll, I don't want to say yet, yeah, we'll get to at the end. But yeah. it's just, that's the only thing they want to tell you with this movie. And it's so overt. I mean, yeah. it's just, there's nothing else to learn from it. And it, even that's not learning anything. So. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. just so hollow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, we also get a lot of scenes of this girl apparently never sleeps um, and she sits up at the window all night and watches the man's window where he stands right in the window looking her in the eyes with whatever wife he's sleeping with that night and um, doing pervert shit shoving his fingers in their mouth. He loves that shit. Um, yeah, it, it was a, a very, uh, I don't know. I, I think it was funny that they, they picked that as the as his like little like trademark Ugh. yeah so <laughs> it is i mean like it is creepy and gross but it's also it doesn't make it at least i don't think it doesn't give it him like any power you don't feel like you fear him at all because you're just like oh all right creep yeah well especially, especially when you know that like apparently the the brittleness of your fingers it's like the same as if you were to bite into a carrot yeah. So every time I saw that happen, I was just like, just bite the fucking fingers. Like, I just know. bite them off. Bite them. Especially like, later on, he does it to the cursed wife and, like, makes her gag, though. But she just sits yeah. there and gags. I, yeah, I was yeah. really surprised that nobody ever bit the fingers. Yeah. What if Bummer. he had done a toe totally. instead? Oh, man. That would have ruled. Imagine <laughs> if... Oh, shit. Looking her right in the eye, sticking his toe in someone's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that would have been like kind of scary and like <laughs> fucked up and it's like it, yeah I don't, I don't know or if he had like a shit fetish that would have been great that would have been tight. damn <laughs> that would have been so sick yeah looking her right in the eyes taking a dump on someone 
Just with the boner doing the yeah. uh, face instead of the blood, he's smearing uh, doo doo all over yeah. them. It's like well, we need more Taco Bell now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are writing a movie about a Taco Bell cult. <laughs> oh shit! It writes it's itself, incredible. honestly. Yeah, no, it's like. If they can write this screenplay, we can too. <laughs> this is hysterical. I love it. Um, oh, so then we also get the um, the big thing where she's going to have to birth a lamb or whatever. Yeah. So, like, we have the, there's, like, two ladies showering her off and, like, building it up. Oh, this is your most sacred duty. You're going to have to give birth to this lamb or, like... What do you call that? She's like um, just helping the lamb give birth, I guess. Like, yeah, the word. midwife for a lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's not actually like pushing a lamb out of her own tummy. <laughs> Better movie. <laughs> yeah. Breathe, breathe, breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so she's young and she's bored. It's boring to watch a lamb give birth. So she falls asleep on the mountain waiting for this lamb to give birth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is stillborn. I pretty much, I guess I don't know the difference yeah. between a lamb and a sheep because I use them interchangeably in my notes. <laughs> yeah, I I think a lamb is just a, a baby sheep. Oh, really? Oh. Is it? I think. I honestly have no idea. <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm not an animatologist sure. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, none of us are. <laughs> so the sheep is stillborn and... Um, at the same time that she sees this like weird baby sheep with like no skin all like <laughs> crazy looking yeah. she gets her period um <laughs> and then about a bad day. boom baby <laughs> and then she Woo! murders this sheep <laughs> <laughs> and we were just talking about um when we did into the forest about a uh, period representation. So we yeah. finally got some where we talk about how disgusting and sinful it is to have your period. Totally. <laughs> I mean, which is what it's I was looking disgraceful. For. Yeah. It's truly <laughs> disgraceful. It's a good, um, like, tw- I would say, like, and this is a lot, like, 5% of the film's shots are period. Or just yeah. period blood. I would say it's one of the only things we know about this cult's beliefs is that they yeah. think yeah. periods are gross and sinful. Uh, maybe yeah. like the main thing we know we know that periods are gross and sinful and we know that um the shepherd's the only one that can tell stories yeah do we know anything else i mean it's uh. like i i do wonder like i mean it's just a a dumb realization probably of like she has it but it's like when he's like wiping like the lamb's blood mm-hmm. on them like is is it just like yeah it's like only like the blood that he's like offering up is like the only kind that's pure i assume that's like what the intention of it is yeah they have like a rejection of technology in modern society it's just like yeah so what it's just kind of it just kind of it's like ooh weird uh uh backwards cult yeah yeah you would think with this being all women who all get their period and there's only one man why wouldn't they just like outnumber him like um actually this is oh, normal yeah. uh we all get it and also one thing another thing i thought of with the period thing um don't women's cycles like go together when they live together Ooh. uh so like wouldn't all of the women be on huh. their period at the same time oh shit 
is the director point uh how what is their uh, gender it's all women uh a woman wrote it a woman directed it different woman uh okay. she's hmm. polish though i don't know this is her first english speaking film yeah um okay the woman who wrote it's australian i think and then there's like a woman dp and then okay. yeah all female cast so all yeah right. the period you're thinking oh man wrote it because periods are gross and men think periods are gross yeah because no. like a woman wrote it doesn't seem to be s- <laughs> i don't know it's treatment of women is a little not great yeah it's fine but like at the end of the day only one woman knows to rise up yeah well, the the one thing I I thought like with all of, like the lamb like references, mm-hmm. like I thought like the task that she was gonna have to do was to have to kill a lamb. Just I mean, totally. this would have been a much better reference to the like the biblical, like when like uh, Abraham is like commanded to like at least like kill Isaac, yeah, like, his only son. I was like expecting that to be like where like the shepherd then comes in and is like stop you don't have to do this yeah yeah like, yeah you know and that's like the way that like they express like this like affinity for him but mm-hmm. it that just the movie wasn't that smart to probably think of that as a possibility <laughs> i guess it's too slapdash about like its connections to the bible or christianity yeah it's like yeah. it's like yeah you've you've seen sheep in the bible like we'll toss some of those in there and then you know <laughs> the blood of christ like you know women's period shepherd like, oh. yeah it's like this guy kind of looks like what people, what like Western Jesus looks like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when you see like the mural that uh, the graffiti yeah. artist in the group exactly. apparently put yeah. on the trailer because yeah. it's like so graffiti style. Um, yeah. The it really looks like Jesus. I mean, yeah, yeah. They but, had um, like they totally did that intentionally, and it's <laughs> so fucking weak. It's so yeah. it's corny. Yeah. It's just corny and generic. It, totally. I mean, it looks generic. like a, have you seen this man? Like, it looks like a <laughs> fucking, like, a cop, like, missing missing man, like, profile. <laughs> like, some bad sketch artist, yeah, like, yeah. just <laughs> cobbled it together. So, um, in the movie, let's see, where are we? So, she kills the lamb with a knife, and then she tells everybody else that a wild dog got it. And she thinks that the lamb... I mean, the lamb was kind of dead, almost dead, whatever. She thinks it died because she didn't believe hard enough, is what she says. Hmm. Then we get the cop coming, saying they have to leave, and um, they don't put up any fight. They're just like, yeah, I guess we'll leave like all of our houses and like everything we've ever known and move somewhere else, sure. And uh, so then they start their trek, or, or he passes I- out. Says they will find a new home, and they carry him away, football game yeah. style. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and they poured a huge thing of Gatorade on him, and they said, "Go team, go, go Panthers." They poured a huge thing of Baja um, Blast on him. Yeah. I will say the the song that they picked for that scene worked really well. Like I liked yeah. the song that they had for that, um, but that was like the only musical cue aside from the. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they um I think they sing twice in this movie and then there's maybe like one other time where there's an instrumental song or something. Yeah. But this movie was really quiet and quiet to the point where it kind of put me to sleep <laughs> at yeah, certain, it's yeah, certain points. Yeah. 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 The the score was like okay, but it was like also like expected. It's just mm-hmm. like okay. Totally. Like, small 
like viola and cello and some ominous low end sound like you know that yeah that was about it kayla mm-hmm. called it like you, you called the the portrayal of the the shepherd cheesy or corny and i think that like applies to a lot of this movie is it's mm-hmm. just kind of corny yeah um the music yeah. even like when the one or two like <laughs> it's i hesitate calling it like the guitar songs come on you're just kind of like okay that's all right dork um <laughs> like dork choice for a dork movie um it just doesn't it it doesn't stand to say anything mhm yeah so from here forward the most of the rest of the movie is them just walking and walking and walking somewhere cuz the um, cops yeah yeah cuz they're walking to their next home or whatever um <laughs> my next note is this shepherd always just be standing places. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he do. Well, in every, I feel like it was every other scene, like she made an effort to go up and like, just not even say it, like literally it was just like next to the shepherd and they wouldn't <laughs> say anything to each other. It would just be like, I'm still here. Yeah. Like, and it's like, that was when I just didn't understand like his presence. Cause it's like, were people wanting to like be around him? Yeah. Like were people, or, or was she just trying to like figure out like what his, deal was like because she was suspicious of him yeah i don't know what it is it's like maybe because they've been programmed to still like crave male attention and he's the only man or i don't Mm -hmm. know what it is they're seeking approval and i don't know why (laughs) uh it's yeah it's weird it's weird and it's not really you never feel really convinced by any of anything about him really no or anything that happens in this movie truly (laughs) so yeah we're getting around this point a whole bunch of just him standing somewhere for a while uh or someone else standing somewhere looking right into camera for a while um a lot of those fire close-ups which continue throughout the rest of the movie where like most of the screen is fire and then like somebody's eyes are above it or something. Yeah, like four fucking times. And honestly, they were so, it was so bright. I couldn't even look at the screen. It was like not even pleasant to like look at, you know? The fire was so bright and everything. That was like painful. Yeah. (laughs) So eventually... Uh, they they come to an abandoned town briefly. They go in the houses, and um, he says the houses are built on sin or something. They're broken inside. Broken people lived here. There you go. There you go. Or yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. And they they see like the the picture of Eden, or uh-huh. what we will soon find out to be Eden. Yeah, and that's when that person pops out of the shadows and says whatever they say. <laughs> I don't remember. They say one dollar off of a lar- large grande <laughs> bell box. <laughs> oh my god, uh. we're making a movie. Um, <laughs> at some point, somebody sees that she's on her period because I don't think she's ever like done anything. Like she's not like they don't have pads or anything. I really, I guess, don't know what they do. But she's like sitting on the ground and like some of the dirt gets bloody, and somebody sees that she's on her period. And like screams and points and says, You're impure. And then mm-hmm. we just get a hard scene cut. It's a different thing. Like, so how did that turn out? Like, I was like, uh, This could have been interesting to actually watch unfold, like what happens to yeah. her. Yeah. And mm-hmm. instead, it just hard cuts and then they're walking again. 
yeah they're just like you're hanging out with weird mom for like a few days <laughs> like, that's all that is like explained mm-hmm. and then yeah. yeah she finds out about her mother yeah that's like yeah. she she's chilling with the cursed wife is what they call her weird yeah. mom slash cursed wife cool, cool mom. <laughs> yeah she's the actual cool she has a motorcycle and shit <laughs> so she's so sick She's the only one. She's been married five times. (laughs) Uh, She's the only one in the cult with short hair. She also has scars all over. And then when her and the girl are chatting, she reveals that like the shepherd did this to her. The shepherd cut her hair. The shepherd gave her the scars to as punishment for her vanity. And then the girl says, I don't believe you. And she says, you look so much like your mother when you say that. So like, what is that? Again, cool. Yeah. People keep telling her she looks just like her mother, who has apparently been dead for all this time. And they've lived together their whole lives. Like, okay, I get it. I look like my mom. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I get it. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's not as if she just joined and they knew her mom. You know, it's like. She's been around you her whole life. Like, I don't know. Um, Dude, it's the only topic of conversation. <laughs> yeah, basically it seems like, that way. Yeah, either that or did you like my sermon? Yeah, <laughs> the only things that happen. Yeah. Um, so the cursed wife and this girl's mom were the first, the first to join the flock, they say. So they were the first people that were obsessed with this dude, I guess. <laughs> Hell yeah. And um, yeah, so she always thought her mother died in childbirth, but this lady's mm-hmm. like, no, she was alive and, and well for days, and then she got an infection, and the uh, shepherd wouldn't let her go to the hospital because he said it was a test of her faith. Been there before. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, have you really? <laughs> well, my parents uh, were a part of like a church where like they had like some missionaries that went to I can't remember. It was like like the Republic of Congo, and they didn't believe in getting the malaria shot, and like ten of them died. Um, Neato. And the, yeah, they thought that the Holy Spirit would keep after them, and then that church uh, disbanded after that. <laughs> Uh, no surprise there. So. Yeah. Colin, what was the other um, cult movie we watched? Uh, Them That Follow. Yeah, and Them That Follow. That was fun. Which was a, actually a really good movie. Um, yeah. The boy gets bit by a poisonous snake. They're a snake cult. And uh, he gets hmm. bit by a poisonous snake, and they do the same thing. Like, oh, Jesus will heal you. We're not going to take you to the hospital. Yeah. And uh, he almost dies. But hmm. do they chop off his arm? Yeah, that movie, it's pretty tight. It's crazy. Yeah, his dad has like, gets convinced because he keeps saying, oh, he'll he'll find, you know, Jesus will help him. Jesus will help him. And Mm -hmm. eventually somebody's like, no, we're going to have to do something or he's literally going to die. So he saws (laughs) off his arm. And it's Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. (laughs) What? Yeah. Whoa. It's a really good movie. (laughs) Huh. Uh, Highly recommend. Also, we did an app on it a while back. Uh, If anybody Mm -hmm. wants to check that out. (laughs) Hell yeah. So yeah, this is something, uh, you know, cults 101 (laughs) that they've (laughs) taken and put into this movie. And so, yeah, this is kind of like, I guess you would say one of the first times that this little girl is realizing, you know, maybe what we're doing actually isn't cool. And mm-hmm. actually kind of sucks ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
She's like, wow, this shit is so boring. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And like maybe the shepherd isn't who we thought he was. He actually sucks ass. And um, basically from here on out the movie, you kind of see her getting angrier and angrier, starting to question things like we (laughs) when they go back to the fire, (laughs) eyes looking into camera above the fire scenes like the next one she's angry and then the last one she's putting on war paint so like she's just getting angrier and angrier oh the childbirth comes up yeah yeah Yeah. so one woman's been pregnant this whole time walking for like hundreds of miles it seems like (laughs) and uh she has a terrible childbirth and she dies and then we see their funeral (laughs) bing bang boom and i was mm -hmm. thinking about like the one woman and this girl's mom. I mean, the woman, what is she, like, in her 40s, probably? Like, she's not that old. Mm-hmm. Um, the two of them were the first cult members to this cult. I was thinking, like, how many deaths have they have? Like, they have a whole ritual. They probably haven't had anybody die before, do you think? <laughs> I just thought it was interesting that they've yeah. only been a cult for, like, maybe a decade or two and yeah. everybody in it's pretty young, and they seem yeah. to have a whole ritual for a funeral. I don't know. Maybe I feel like I think that's like how you normally. Well, I don't know. They it's put her like on this fair, bed though. of sticks and then set her on fire. <laughs> yeah. And then they sing a song. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. We get yeah. some more of like the guy being shitty here too, where like the little kid was like trying to. I don't know, hug her dead mom or whatever. Oh, yeah. And, and he, he like, just like, off. yeah, is like, get off of her and like throws the little kid He's basically. Pissed. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, I mean, just as we get further and further into this movie, I'm like, there's literally nothing good about this man. And in yeah. situations where there is a shitty man and women are not leaving him for some reason, mm-hmm. there's always, it's always because there is also a good part, right? There's a good part, and later he'll gaslight you into thinking, you know, <laughs> yeah, that the bad yeah. thing wasn't as bad, and actually, look at all this good stuff that I do, you know, yeah, um, or I, again, just leaving like, the memory of the good stuff. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, it's like the movie just like assumes like he's like the leading salvation, like he's like the the light that will like bring people to like eternal life. Yeah, but he's so evil. Yeah, it's like the movie assumes that you'll just believe that they think that way <laughs> like the followers think that way yeah which again yeah is problematic yeah and if you really thought someone was like leading you towards the light and towards salvation don't you think they would like treat you with some amount of kindness and like <laughs> yeah do totally. good things in the world like have some kind of godly aspect to their personality because it's like what is he doing like every day what is he giving them? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll never know. No. Yeah. <laughs> Until we write the sequel. Yeah. I mean, if he's going into the city and getting Taco Bell for everybody, then like, yeah, like, I get it. I'd follow it. Like. Uh, so. It makes more sense. At yeah. least. Something Gives it give. motivation. Yeah. He had a very bad lawsuit with Taco Bell. He has to be Taco Bell for life. And like now he's just trying to pay it forward. <laughs> he, what's the thing uh, when bands get the five dollar gift cards for Taco Bell? It's like called feed the beat. He has feed the beat. 
<laughs> I know all these yeah, bands, he... this backstory, I know all these bands who got Feed the Beat and they get like an endless supply of $5 gift cards to Taco Bell and they Damn. always have like way more than they ever need. So like if you ever knew a band who had Feed the Beat, it's like every time you hang out, if you're just hanging out randomly, like they'll be like, hey, just you like, want to go to Taco Bell? I got some gift yeah. cards. <laughs> Dude, Fontaine, his band must have oh, had the sure. hookup. So, <laughs> that's what it was. Oh my God, yes, I love it. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, so after this in the flick, let's see, he tried to leave the baby that was born with the body because it is a boy and... He said it was born wrong, and by wrong, he means male. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> the cursed wife takes the little baby and is like, yo, I'm peacing out. But um, to the girl, she's like, just so you know, you're strong, and actually everybody's strong. Um, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. And so like, they just they keep walking and walking and walking. I wrote, is this the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then one of the girls uh, eventually is like, oh, uh, are we almost there? Oh, I think I see something. Then he's like, oh, yeah, you see something and beats the shit out of her, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so we the, continue also this, this thing of him being evil. The the sound effects during that moment, like he like kind of slaps her on the head. It makes this like loud whoop. Like it was like the loudest like hit sound, and it's like this just does not look real at all. It was just like they're really trying to make this seem scary, and like it's just like God, you're just a piece of shit. Like, yeah, yeah, they like um, really overdo the the he's a piece of shit parts, and really underdo yeah. the good parts of him because he just totally. gets more and more piece of shit. I mean, he's just all piece of shit, and he's so shitty. Uh, he's like the biggest, he embodies like everything bad that you think could be a quality of a person or a thing that a person could do that's really bad and evil. He does it. Yeah. yeah. So he's killing babies. He's raping children. He's beating yeah. children. He's yeah. like, what the fuck? You know? There's yeah. nothing redeeming about him. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Eventually they find their Eden, as they call it. Mm -hmm. And it's the place from the picture from when they were in the abandoned town. And uh, he goes to baptize all the girls. Mm -hmm. um, this is like, there's basically no fun facts to know about this movie. <laughs> um, Tight. It didn't but, seem like there would be. No. Well, yeah. the, the only like one, it's like barely even a fun fact thing that I got was like that the water they were in was actually like zero degrees and it was like so ah. freezing cold. So when you see them come up from being baptized, you, I mean, I don't know if y'all remember, uh, when they come up from being baptized, each girl is like, uh, like freaking out. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, it's because the water was actually freezing damn cold. So that it was worth it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they said like all the weather out there was like it was freezing where they were. It was very cold and uncomfortable to shoot. Yeah, you love to hear about people going through hell Ugh. filming, like, a mediocre movie. <laughs> yeah. Let's call it how it is, folks. Um, and so when it gets to the one girl, he basically almost drowns her and then, like, kisses her and gets a boner on her. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. I, I mean, weird. was that, like, in her... 
just like was that a, a dream sequence or like was he like legitimately like holding her under i kind of read it as thing. i i read it as he was legitimately holding her under and then it was kind of like oh that's why i've been having this dream because it was like a premonition mm. to this moment sort of thing yeah. colin how did yeah. you interpret that uh, at that point, I was so disillusioned by the movie that I <laughs> was just like, oh, it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah, she's, <laughs> regardless of anything, she's alive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. cool. Oh, geez. So, um, yeah, right after that, I mean, he's like so weirdly horny and gross to her in that moment. And then later that night, he comes into her room at the middle of the night and is like, come with me and just rapes her real quick and pieces out. Um, that's when we get the next fire scene where she puts, um, does she, was it blood? Did she put blood on her face? Yeah, sure. Just like Alita battle angel. No. <laughs> when we watch Alita Battle Angel, oh she God. takes the blood of a dead dog and dead puts dog it on her blood. face oh, as the yeah as the battle paint. Um, so in this movie, it's a lamb's blood, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, better uh, yeah. than little dead dog blood, I think. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Lambs are pretty cute. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been researching Feed the Beat. Uh, <laughs> gotta get off. <laughs> Everyone, every single freaking band was a Feed the Beat band. I know, yeah. There was a time there where, yeah, like basically everybody I knew um, <laughs> was all the time just wanting to go to Taco Bell. <laughs> I get it. Because they yeah. all had the gift cards. They give you so many. Uh, yeah, it's supposed to be for like touring bands so that they can eat on the road or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, they give you way too many. Hell yeah. So anyway. where we're at in the movie. Okay, she puts on the war paint and then... The next morning, she tells a story first thing in the morning, which, as we know, is a sin. So, no, no. And then <laughs> all the wives, yeah. Oh, no, you didn't, Sela. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, so, all the wives had said that uh, this morning they were going to get baptized. The day before mm -hmm. was only the daughters. And um, when all the daughters go to find the wives... Um, all their clothes are kind of laying on the beach and all the wives are gone. Yeah. And we kind of realize that he has murdered all the wives, uh, which is fucked up. So yeah. what, what does he say? Like they've found eternal life and they're going back home or something yeah. like that. And it's, it, I will say that's like the one point in the movie where I was like, uh, okay, like where he's just like, "Do you like what I did?" And they're just, they're just like, "Where the fuck is my mom?" And he's yeah. just like, "So you don't like what I did?" Like it's just like, "Oh my god!" Like yeah, the daughters the, start to actually like, sh not to be like demeaning, but like show their spine for the first time. Yeah, or just grow a spine. Yeah, it's like basically they're like, "This was chill because nothing really happened until like, oh, like yeah, this is just all bad." This is bullshit, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so he, since, you know, having sex with Sela, um, now he's like fully in the game for Sela, obsessed with mm -hmm. her. And is like, now all the daughters get to become my wives. Isn't this great? And Sela, come here and I'll give you my grace. And she's like, you're not our shepherd and I don't want your grace. Wow. Okay, sis, go off. Yeah. You know what that I'm was kind of cool. <laughs> And so I have some questions here. Okay, fair. First question, 
how did he drown all the wives? Like, did they I just watch? I was thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. they just watch one by one? Like, oh, okay, you drowned the last three. Guess it's my turn to get yeah, baptized. Yeah. You surely won't drown me. Oh, here I go, dead. You know? I, I, I mean, I think like part of it maybe was this like devotion, like this like selfless devotion type of thing. Mm-hmm. And like Maybe. in which like yeah. they were like they knew. I mean, it's just like the Kool Aid thing with like Jonestown, where like everybody knew. Yeah. So like I part of me kind of thinks that maybe the mothers like if they made it that far, then like they were aware. Um, but I mean, that's like I guess that's the interesting juxtaposition that the movie posits of like you know when you don't have like this sense of like motherhood that's like an immediate part of your life or like this sort of like shelter that you look to like whether mm-hmm. that's like another man or like a partner the only shelter they had was like him and so they would like give that up but it's like as like a child like you're not gonna that's the difference between like childhood and like adulthood is that like you you instinctively know that you need that shelter at least that's what i would posit you know but so i i kind of think that maybe they just kind of like watched as it happened. Yeah. It made no sense. I, maybe he bonked them all in the head. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. so. Because yeah. like even half the women were like, the the wives were like pretty upset with him. Like, I mean, there's a point where like a couple of the wives are talking and they're like, you know, he hasn't liked us since we got our periods and now we're in our 40s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, remember when he used to look at us like that or whatever? Yeah. Um, And then second question. So he, he said that now he's going to make all the daughters his wives instead. And we know at least a couple of them are his own biological daughters, if not all of them. Uh, so is his plan to just keep procreating with his own daughters yeah that was yeah i mean i think that's like what is yeah because like i think this is like the first like essentially like it was like a fight or flight type thing where he's like i'm gonna try this out because this is the first generation that's like Mm -hmm. part of this and then like well that did not work out too well so yeah i mean i assume like in his head it was like yeah i'm just gonna keep doing this i guess Mm mm-hmm it's weird. Um, I mean, if you're going to take that kind of position for yourself where you make yourself the center of the worlds for like all these people. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of implied that you want some kind of longevity and like god status in your legacy, right? You want a legacy. Totally. So if his goal is to just fuck his own daughters, and keep having babies with them, which you know will not turn out right, uh, because mm-hmm. incest doesn't produce normal things. Yeah. Um, then where's his legacy gonna be? You know. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like so yeah. it kind of negates its own the purpose of its own self. You know, he obviously mm-hmm. didn't think about this too long, and neither did the creators of the movie. So yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the um, that's a big <laughs> takeaway from it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're almost to the end here. So the police find the bodies of all the women on shore. They find the shepherd tied up with ram's horns on his head and his mm-hmm. weenie chopped off. And he, <laughs> the cop goes, "Well, this is fucked." <laughs> 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 Which I love. 
And uh, so the girls got away. Uh, they finally realized that they were strong, independent women who didn't need no man and uh, got away. And then it's just the one girl holding the lamb. The lamb screams and it's roll creds. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. End of the bah. movie. <laughs> yeah. And the ram is credited in the credits oh. a- as Jeffrey. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, Jeffy the ram. Yeah. He had a very rousing performance compared to everybody else. Yeah. So. Yeah, all the sheep were great in this. Yeah. They yeah, stood the so parts. still. Um, so. There was a little uh, scene, if you're going to watch the movie, which we'll get around if you should do that, where they're just walking and... Uh, they like walk over a little tiny gap in the ground, and you see all the uh, the sheep hop over it. And I was like, "That's nice." <laughs> oh god! So yeah, I feel like this whole movie. I mean, it just it really just <laughs> it's so like the epitome of like white feminism, like yeah. the whole meaning boils down to. Like I don't need a man. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just insert the oh them God. saying the "Let's go down to the water." Yeah, but play the part yeah. where the singular black woman is like going off. The, the subtitle on this New York Times review of it says, A young woman begins to question the foundations of a religious sect and in this visually stunning yet shallow feminist fable. Which, yeah. Yeah. The, I mean. Uh, who had, oh, Variety had a really good review on this movie. And I think it basically sums up the whole thing really well. Um, yeah. Oh, they said, bada, bada, this movie didn't really seem to be saying anything more complicated than the basic notion that blind submission to a patriarch is bad news for women, children, and yep. probably men as well. <laughs> yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, that's all they're saying. With this whole hour and a half, that's all it boils down to. I mean, yeah. like, I, it is helpful knowing that, like, the director is Polish, just because thinking of, like, this coming out in Poland would be striking because like mm-hmm. Poland sure. is super, super conservative and like hyper religious, like very much believe in like nuclear family type. Um, like it's, it's essentially like kind of like the sixties, like uh, okay. of, of American culture in like a way. Mm-hmm. So like I, I can see that perspective, I guess like kind of shining through it through this okay. like that, that makes more sense that gives it i mean that gives it more context than the movie itself does at least yeah yeah like i i think and this is her first english speaking film so yeah mm-hmm. yeah so that that does make sense i remember i mean this is like not like every polish person is this way but there's like a few people that like they, it was like when i was like in europe and like i worked on like a bee farm and there was like two mm-hmm. students that were from poland and um, I remember, like, one of the girls was just very ardently, like, you know, like, anti-abortion. I think that that's just kind of, like, that's just kind of the the vibe. And, like, that's kind yeah. of the political mm-hmm. stance of, like, a lot of, like, people in Poland. Um, mm-hmm. Very Christian 
and uh it's also like working class too which i think is like a big sometimes it's kind of just go hand in hand for sure i know they're really like anti like lgbtq there too totally yeah yeah so i think it's like yeah to be like here's a film where it's like if you thought incest was bad this is why it's really bad like (laughs) you know and it's like yeah there's no they take out any like quote unquote like homoerotic possibility that would even come to fruition in here Um, yeah that's Mm. my take what would we rate this movie you go stone wait is that a five you got it yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Out of five, what are we rating it? Um, I think like when I saw it, I was like, if I didn't think about it, I'd be like, yeah, it's maybe mm-hmm. like three out of five because it was visually impressive and yeah, I don't know. Now I'm just, it's just like all, it just looks good. Sure. <laughs> um, but now I'm just like, yeah, it's probably like one and a half out of five. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, it's not like I'm like, wow, I really wasted my time, but it's uh. Yeah, it's definitely a lot more problematic like uh when you dive a little deeper, but I think also just yeah. I think just knowing too that the actor is completely he's like so out of it is very funny to me. Um, maybe I'm just bringing that up because I saw him in like an interview on this variety yeah. page and he looks not excited at all. <laughs> Um, I'm telling you, I think he was really salty about the way that doing sure. this movie turned out for him. Probably. <laughs> I, Why not? I, I think, like, the the thing that the movie does do, like, a little, like, somewhat well is, like, since it is a sort of, like, it's, like, a point-in-time sort of film, you know, of, like, mm-hmm. if it just... If you're assuming a lot of, like, the viewer... Or like if the mm-hmm. if the viewer is like assuming a lot, like going into it, I think it's like interesting progression that explore like if all of the references of like any previous part of their lives was like not brought up, I think that's what have what would have made it more like true, if that makes sense. Totally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd give it the same. It's a one point five for me because it just like doesn't hold up under dissection at all. Yeah. Yeah. I'm probably yeah. gonna go same, honestly. Yeah, and I mean, there's so much trauma towards women in this movie, and for ultimately very little payoff. There's not enough detail. I mean, no. we've gone through all. There's no, not enough there's detail not. in any of the characters for you to really care about them at all, whatsoever, or understand where they're coming from. Totally. <laughs> yeah, it's a one and a half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it. It doesn't live up to like the horror s- standard, and it. It's barely a drama. It's like yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So it, it's just like what? I, it tries really hard to be an art film and I feel like it does not hit that mark. Totally. Like yeah. if this was if this was like a short film, then like sure. Yeah. I think yeah. like I think you can make a, a condensed pretty basic argument like that in a short film and it would like make sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. Essentially, just cut down this film and then be like, there's, yeah, yeah, there's a lot right. less expectations on a short film. You wouldn't need all the story really to yeah. get the message. I mean, when the message that you're sending is so simple, I mean, they go so ham on it's so on the nose, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it could have just been like two minutes of like the life that they have together, the sermon, 
she goes to the hut it's like this is kind of fucked up place and then they have to move and then she is revealed like what happened to her mother and then like you go to the Mm -hmm. end and that could have been the film yeah like that could have easily been like 20 minutes yeah (laughs) and i mean the one positive is that this movie is not that long i mean it felt long was it like a 90 minutes or something yeah yeah it was uh, 137 yeah yeah so at least it wasn't like a two-hour something movie (laughs) totally yeah yeah but yeah could have been a short film Mm -hmm. all right so would we recommend other people watch this i feel a little torn (laughs) yeah i mean unless like you you like white feminism like (laughs) um i you know I think if, like, somebody's mom was, like, trying to understand, like, why the patriarchy is bad, then this is, like, a good start. <laughs> I feel like even then, like, it's so... Because you can turn it to be, like, it's not even the patriarchy. This man is that's an true. abuser. Yeah, you know? yeah, He's yeah. literally that, that's, that's beating so people true. up. Like, <laughs> well, I yeah. don't beat people up, so I'm the good one. You know, so it... Yeah. Anyway, it falls short of any expectation for us. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it yeah. seems like. Um, all right, so we wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> Around the board. <laughs> After this next segment, we are going to have a very special performance from my pal Stone here, and I'm so excited. But before we get to that, it's time for Scream Vomit After Dark. Now it's time for Scream Vomit Hell yeah. <laughs> okay, so um, Colin, what else have you been watching? Lindsay and I are continuing to do the the cutest thing that makes us the best couple, um, which is we read books out loud together. Whoa. Wow. Uh, and then we like to watch the movie afterward, if there is a movie. Um, okay. And we just finished uh, Pet Cemetery, which is a fucking tight-ass book, baby. It rocks. Uh, and we just watched the 2019 version uh, last night, and I can say, it uh, it is a shit movie, baby. It sucks. <laughs> I heard it, <laughs> it sucked. Sucks. Yeah, it's really fucking bad. <laughs> oh man, fuck that movie. Um, and then I uh, fell asleep watching Crawl. So that's what I've been watching. Wow. Crawl. <laughs> oh, have you not seen Crawl? Oh, no, I have no. Dude, what is Crawl? Best. <laughs> Movie ever, best Here movie. B L M E. You had to get him started. <laughs> or B M E. Why did where did the M come? B M E. Best movie ever. <laughs> Not quite. Think. Was there an gator terror. Yeah, I was gonna say there's a gator on the front. <laughs> It's oh, a yeah. big scary it's alligator town. movie. Oh my god! It's not. It's more than a scary alligator movie, uh, <laughs> Kayla. If you'd ever have the courage to do it on the podcast, you'd understand how good this movie is. Oh my how god! How much it has oh it has to say about father daughter relationships <laughs> and gators. I wow. Quentin Tarantino said it was his favorite movie of 2019. It's, I'm not joking. It's a great movie. <laughs> Colin, do you still have your hat? <laughs> yes, I still have my hat that Kayla gave me, I, for, gave me for Christmas that says I, uh, Crawl is the number one movie. I like, too, how you essentially paraphrased this review that said, uh, it's a perfect horror film for the summer, as much an ode to the cataclysmic humbling aspects of Mother Nature as it is a love letter to father-daughter relationships. Yes! <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> Five, six Colin, stars. Colin, did you write that? <laughs> yeah, that was me. I wrote all the crawl reviews. <laughs> Damn, oh I'm gosh. gonna have to check this out. This is... You have to. I like how it's like a short film, too. I'm 90 minutes. Yeah, that's great. I'm looking for more of that. Yeah, it's we love a 90-minute film. It's a movie that respects your time, and every one of those 90 minutes is utilized perfectly. <laughs> it tells a wonderfully weaving story. I love it. All right, I'm, I'm putting it on the you, list. Hell yeah. Stone, what are you watching? See, I just watched earlier this week uh, Palm Springs with my girlfriend. Oh, hell yeah. That ruled. Oh, it was Colin was so just telling me about good. that. Yeah, it was so funny. The cake scene, I laughed out loud so hard. Oh, yeah. Um, and I actually woke up my girlfriend because I laughed so hard at that scene. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've been watching that, and then I've been watching through the newest season of Insecure. So I'm about halfway okay. through that. Cool. And um, then, like, it, this is also, like, feel somewhat conflicted, and I know it's... It's like maybe like a weird thing, but I like my coworker, she's a big fan of Brooklyn nine, nine. And okay. so I started watching like a few episodes of that. And like, I think it was just because after I watched Palm Springs, I was like, I just kind of want to watch more Andy, Andy Samberg. Samberg. Yeah, um, for sure. But even, had you never seen the show before? Not really. And like, mm. you know, part of me was like, I don't know if I want to watch that, especially cause like, you know, fuck the police. Cops. Um, mm-hmm. Totally. But I will say in the, first like i probably watched like eight episodes or so like every other episode Mm -hmm. has like a pretty like direct critique of like this chief would not have been a been able to be the chief you know like 20 years ago because he's Mm -hmm. he's openly gay and like yeah and so like it it makes those like remarks like pretty often and like more often than i would think and like it seems Mm -hmm kind of on the nose but i'm like this is also network sitcom so like everything's on the nose yeah so that i mean there's good and bad to that show i mean obviously yeah cops fuck the police etc um but on the same hand like it's just pretty funny like kind of romp in general but Mm -hmm. also like they have done like you said like some important stuff like they do have a black gay man as the chief of police on their squad they do have one of the main characters comes out as bisexual uh, mm-hmm. later on in the show. And until that point, there hasn't really been a major character who's been bisexual in anything. Yeah. And like, yeah, they do some things like that that are really cool. Yeah. Hell I don't yeah. know. There, there's good and bads on that one. But yeah. yeah. Well, and like, I, I feel like there's, I can't remember what I was like reading or maybe I was just talking about this with somebody, but just how there's been like a lot of like pretty seasoned, well seasoned like comedy writers that have like written for it. Yeah. yeah. So, there's a black gay writer that writes on their team too. Oh, uh, really? at least one. Yeah. Cause he's a comedian that I follow Dwayne Perkins. Okay. Yeah. I, I've, I think I've seen this, this guy before. Yeah. So I've, I've been kind of enjoying that. It's been hell yeah. You know, not too bad. Yeah. So sick. Kayla, what are you been munching on? <laughs> um, I actually watched two really, really good things, so I'm excited to talk about it. Um, I watched through, I think I mentioned this on the last episode, but I finished it now. I watched through the show I Know This Much Is True. It's mm-hmm. on HBO. It's got Mark Ruffalo. 
Um, it is oh, insanely yeah. good. It's so good. And also, that show is based on a book, too. So I don't know if you want to do your little read a book, watch a show thing, but... Um, we got two books lined up. Could be Get cool. in the back of the line. <laughs> I actually bought the book because I loved the show so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I barely ever read a book and... <laughs> Uh, bought the book for this one. Um, yeah, the show's incredible. It's only six episodes, so mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. should watch it. So good. It's got Juliette Lewis in it too, and Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, hello, Rosie. Whoa, what? Um, yeah, so Damn. cool, right? She hasn't been in anything in I like a hundred years. Yeah, like, I know. What? It rocks. Hell yeah, Rosie. Um, so yeah, that show's really really cool. Um, and then I am in the process of watching the show. I may destroy you. It's mm-hmm. also oh, yeah. an HBO show. Um, it's coming. It's like one of those shows they do. They, you know, a classic way to release a show uh, where they do one episode a week. You know, so yeah. it's still in the yeah. middle of the season right now, which I hate because I can't just watch it all. <laughs> yeah, but um, that show is also insanely good. It is though. Very. It's kind of. Yeah, very trigger warning. Yeah, mm-hmm. it it pretty much centers on like some sexual assaults. Um, but it's like from the victim's perspective and I think that it's a really good portrayal of things and really good um, I don't know like they're really going through like the different ways people can be assaulted that they may not realize are assault or Mm. the difference between when a woman reports and when a man reports like things like that really good representation on on all that kind of stuff um I don't know. It's a really, really good show. Anyway, I recommend nice. both on HBO, both good shows. Um, so that's what I've been watching. Hell yeah. Kayla, have have you watched uh, Chewing Gum? No, but my friend just told me about it the other day. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to put that on my list. Yeah, it's, it's like by the same like writer as I May Destroy You, uh, Michaela yeah. Cole. Um, Does it have the same girl in it, I think, or yeah, something? Yeah, because I think yeah. she's like the lead in both Both shows. Yeah, shows. I think that's what my friend was saying. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my coworker, she, she watched that and she said that I should watch, um, I may destroy you. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. And it's really like, I like living in the world that they live in, even though it is full of like sexual assault and terrible (laughs) stuff, but uh, there's good stuff too. I mean, the relationships are good. The characters are good. Um, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Tight. Yeah. Both those shows. Um, All right, so I think we're done with the old After Dark section, and uh, it's time for us to have our freaking first musical guest on the pod, and I'm so excited. I put in a special request for this song from Stone. Uh, (laughs) So it is a a oldie but a goodie, so he has lots of newer music. Um, All of his music's on Spotify, so uh, you should listen to that. Actually, well, I'll plug our other stuff later. So Stone's going to play this song downstairs from his first album. Uh, It's one of my faves, and I'm so excited for this, our first musical guest. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And plus, Um, I just love hearing Stone sing. So go ahead. (laughs) Hopefully, I still sound similar to how I did a few years ago. So Oh, shut up. I'm sure you're great. We'll see. Um, Yeah. Uh, This one's called Downstairs. In my brain, I can't decide who I want to live. In my brain, I can't decide who I want to die. 
to hear it i was vibing on that one Hell yeah. um, <laughs> i hope our listeners enjoyed that because it's true rock and roll music baby and uh <laughs> if you don't then gtfo um wow thanks so much stone for playing a jam for us yeah, yeah absolutely. thank you that was my, beautiful my pleasure oh um i'm so glad that you asked me to do it too because i i honestly didn't even think about that. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, let's just talk about movies, but I'm always down to play. Hell yeah. And we love that about you. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we're going to have an acoustic musician, might as well have him do a jam. I mean, why not? I mean, Go for sure. It adds up. So, <laughs> and I continue my quest to get everyone on earth to listen to Stone's music. Um, <laughs> All right, so that brings us down to the end of the Up Babies, and we got some plugs. So, Stone, what do you have to plug for us? You can follow me on Spotify. Um, I put out an album last year called Performance, and that's available to <clears throat> stream and, like, buy. Um, I'm, I just actually started working on, like, some new songs for the first time in, like, over a Ooh. year, like a few weeks ago. So that's been fun. Um, oh, yeah. wow. So I'll probably put something out later this year, but other than that, I mean, could give me a follow on Instagram. My handle is just my first and last name, Stone Er. Same on Twitter and Facebook and all of that. But yeah, I don't really have any special plugs. So um, those are all special plugs. <laughs> <laughs> if you say so, Kayla. <laughs> I do say so. Um, we should also plug, me and Stone did a collaborative split yeah. a few years ago. I think that's only on my band camp, right? I think so, yeah, because I think it was through the tape label that we yeah. put it through. and Yeah, I don't know if like, because I think all of Put it on your is, Spotify already. Forget that. There's Yeah, there's like those two songs on there. I thought we did more. I thought it was, I thought it was like four. Oh, wait. Oh, I wish four. we did. There's four songs. Two of them were us that we wrote together, and then we each had one of our own songs on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you click buy, it's name your price, so you can just put in $0 and download the whole thing for free. Doing it now. Aw. Oh, yeah. Um, So, yeah, check out our collaborative split. It's on my Bandcamp at grandmaisalive.bandcamp.com. That's grandma is G-R-A-M-M-A-W. Yeah, me and Stone wrote in and made two songs together that are, to this day, some of my favorite songs there ever were. Um, And I do listen to them (laughs) regularly. (laughs) I also drew the picture for the cover, and it rocks. It's Um, sick. Yeah, so listen to our split. Listen to Stone's music. Uh, We love all that. (laughs) Um, And also, let's see, we're still in plugs. Uh, We want to thank Thin Swimmer for our theme song. Um, Mm -hmm. You can follow us on all the social medias. If you're not following us on Instagram, uh, you're fucking up because 
if I need a chuckle in my day, I'll tell you, I scroll through uh, old Colin's descriptions <laughs> <laughs> of the episodes on our Instagram, which are endlessly hilarious. Um, no. So <laughs> we are at Screen Vomit, one word on all the things. Um, subscribe on your podcast app. Leave us a review. Uh, it makes us feel good when you do that. You can send us an email at screenvomitpod at gmail.com. Um, next week, we have another special guest, and we will be watching Inside Lewin Davis for that one. So check out that flick. Hit the next up. Uh, we have another cool guest coming on for that one. For and sure. um, yeah, thanks to Stone for being here, and thanks to everybody for listening. And uh, that's all, folks. Uh, bye. So bye. Bye.